Perak Tezvav Mishnah Aleph. This perk and the next perk are actually the last two perakim in our Masechta. So that's really exciting. And we're going back to the topic of a woman whose husband died overseas that we discussed back in Perak Yud. We're going to dive back into it now, Perak Tezvav and Perak Tezayin. So here we go. A woman who herself and her husband go overseas. Shalom beino levena v'shalom ba'olam. And there's peace between him and her, and there's peace in the world. What does this mean? That there's peace between him and her, and there's peace in the world. So the Mishnah really mentioned this for the latter part of the Mishnah, where it says k'tata beino levena that there's anger between him and her, or there's melchama ba'olam, there's war in the world. We really need it for the conscious and the seifa. But for now, the point is that there's peace between them. It's a regular case. There's peace between them, and there's peace in the world. So they both go overseas, him and her. Ubas, and then the woman comes back from overseas. Ramen, she says to the basin, my husband died. Permit me to remarry to somebody else. Says the Mishnah, Tinase, basin will permit her to go out and get remarried because we believe her. We trust her. So too, if she says, my husband died and I had no children. The basin will say, we, the basin will permit her to go, to go out and do yibam to her brother-in-law. And even though we had a chazaka, we had a status, that this woman was married, right? And there's no witnesses testifying that her husband died. Nevertheless, because of the takanas of agunos, we don't want there to be widows just hanging around that can't remarry, the chachamim were lenient to believe her and to trust her. chazaka al-isha, there's a chazaka on a woman, she will not get remarried until she investigates really, really well. She'll investigate very, very clearly that her husband's actually dead. Why? Because she's concerned, right? If her husband's really alive and comes back afterwards, what's going to happen is that she won't be permitted to be married to her first husband anymore. She'll be prohibited to be married to her second husband. And any children that she has from the second husband will be mamzerim, and she'll lose her ksuba. So the repercussion is just so severe that she's not going to go out and risk it and marry somebody unless she knows for certain that her husband is dead. And therefore, even though, the, even though there are no witnesses, the, the Beisden will believe her because of the Kanas Agunos. Okay, next case. So here's the contrast. Shalom, there's peace between him and her. But there's war in the world. Or, there's anger and there's strife between him, between him and her. But Bishalom Ba'olam, there's peace in the world. Ubas and then she comes and says, May Spali, my husband died. She's not believed in this case here in the Seifa. Why? Because if there's war in the world, we're concerned. Maybe her husband went to war. He didn't come back. And now she's, you know, fabricating this because she wants to get remarried. Or if there's anger between him and her, we're concerned. Maybe because of the anger, she wants to, they say here, Maybe because of the anger between the two of them, she wants to prohibit him on her. And she just claims that he's dead, let me go ahead and remarry somebody else. So in these cases, we don't believe her. And then Mar explains, There's anger between him and her. For example, if she says, you know, I was divorced already between such and such witnesses. And then the witnesses come along and say, It never happened. So we're not going to believe her when she says that her husband died right after that because we see where this is going. So therefore, if there's war in the world 
or if there's anger between him and her, for example, she claims that she was divorced before so-and-so witnesses, and when we ask the witnesses, they say that the whole thing's a lie. So in these scenarios, if she claims that her husband died, we do not believe her. Yehuda says, She's never believed this, this woman to say that her husband died. Unless she comes crying and bawling and her clothing are torn because of Avelis, because she's mourning over her husband, then she'll be believed. Whether she's crying and her clothing is ripped, uh, whether she's not crying and her clothing are not ripped, we're always going to permit her to remarry when she claims her husband's dead. And the Gemara explains that the Chachamim said to Rabbi Yehuda, According to you, Rabbi Yehuda, if a smart woman, a pikachas, a smart, healthy woman, who knows to you know to twist her wor- her, her words and say, yeah, you know, she, she'll she'll come and make believe she's crying and tear her clothing in order that the basin should believe her. Are you going to say that we're going to believe her? And then a fool whose husband really died, but she doesn't know. She's a shota. She doesn't know how to cry or to rip her clothing for her husband. Are you going to say that we're not going to believe her? How you know who's saying the truth, who's not? Therefore, it's, we don't differentiate whether this one or that one. We always believe her and permit her to remarry. So the Chachamim argue on a Yehuda, and that's if a Mishnah Aleph. Mishnah Beis. Beis Hillel Omer. Beis Hillel say, Lo Shamanu. We never heard Sheishin HaMenes Loma that a woman is believed to say, Beis Pali, my husband died, and that we permit her to remarry. No, Beis Hillel argue on the whole concept. El Abibam in a Katsar, the only time we permit this woman and trust her, that we believe her when she says her husband died, we permit her to remarry, is only in a case, the Bamana Katsar, when she comes from harvesting. She comes from the, from the field, but Amr, she says, May Spali, my husband died, from being bitten by a snake. Not just that, not just this specific case, but also went in the same city. That the Bazin is able to clarify the matter. Like the story that happened, the ten people went to the field to harvest wheat, and a snake bit one of them, and, and the guy died. And this guy's wife came and notified Bazdin, and Bazdin investigated, they sent messengers, and they saw that, you know, she was right. At that moment, they said, I'm a woman that says, my husband dies, we permit her to remarry, or we permit her to do a yibam, right? But the Cham did not permit this, you know, uh, special leniency. Uh, only in a case, in an example that this story took place on. When? When it was in this city, and when it was uh, harvesting wheat, right? And therefore we're not concerned that she's lying. We can investigate it. It's close to home. We have home court advantage. But a woman who just comes from overseas, not from within the city, she's not believed. That's the opinion of Basil. They really limit this ruling to one specific case of a husband being bitten by a snake in a field in the same town. Not going overseas. Amulhan Beisham, Beisham responds to Bishil. Achas Abba bin Akatsir, whether this person came from the field of harvesting, Fachas Abba bin Azazim, whether he comes from, you know, harvesting uh, not just wheat, but olives. Fachas Abba bin Abatir, if he's harvesting grapes. Achas Abba bin Medina al Medina, whether he's coming from another city. Mean Beisham may say, Bainshi, but whether this woman is coming from harvesting, from harvesting wheat, whether this woman is coming from harvesting olives, whether this woman is coming from harvesting grapes, whether she's coming from from Medina Sam from overseas, Harahi Ne'amana, she is believed to say her husband died. Right? 
The whole story, this mice is a story that happened, right? That that happened in the in the wheat field was just because that's they were just giving an example. This was the story. That's how it happened. But who was in the Shamakamos, the halacha would apply in all other scenarios, right? The Gemara explains, According to you, I only know this halacha in a field of wheat, but in a field of barley, how do I know the halacha? And according to you, I only know when they're harvesting. But if they're boats, if they're if they're if they're harvesting boats, are mostly go there. Oh, there different types of harvest for grapes, olives, um, uh, hoeing, uh, go there. All different types of harvesting or, or making fences. Different, you know, uh, works in the field. How do I know that Allah would apply over there? The story happened with the, with the wheat field, with harvesting. But it doesn't mean that we're going to limit the case specifically to a scenario where it repeats, you know, word for word in this kind of case. No, B'Shamah said, if it was in the Kulam, to all cases, this city, that city, a wheat field, an olive field, it doesn't matter. This is how the story happened. But we don't limit it just to this specific case. It's to all cases. So Bishamah have a very strong tie on Bishillah. Chazu Bishillah Bishamah, very unique. Bishillah retracted and said, you know what, we'll go like you Bishamah. That even a person that comes from overseas, whether it's from a wheat field, it doesn't really matter anymore. She says her husband died, we believe her to remarry, and Bishillah will go like Bishamah, they agree to them. And with that, we hold it over here for Mishnah Base.